I've gone on to see so many people that I've worked with that maybe I've had to let go of, maybe they've walked away and they don't want to work here anymore, go on to have amazing careers, better jobs, start their own businesses, be incredibly successful without me. So if you feel like you have a lot of pressure on yourself because there's employees relying on you, just remember that they'd be totally freaking fine without you. How do you create an unshakable business? I crossed $100 million in net worth by the age of 28. Now I'm growing acquisition.com into a billion dollar portfolio. In this podcast, I share the lessons I've learned in scaling big businesses and helping our portfolio companies do the same. Buckle up and let's build. On this episode of Build, what I want to talk about is how I work 14 hours a day without getting tired or overdosing on caffeine. And so what I want to preface this with is, you know, working 14 hours a day is not what everyone wants to do. And guess what? That is totally fine. And I have no judgment on you if you don't want to work 14 hours a day. But a lot of people ask me, how, Layla, do you work 14 hours a day? And so this episode is for you. If you're somebody who wants to work 14 hours a day and that is something that is appealing to you, then this episode is going to break down the beliefs that I have and the things I do that allow me to do it. So in another video that I had, I referenced work capacity. And a lot of people have said, Layla, how do you raise work capacity? Because in order to work 14 hours a day, you have to have a high work capacity. That's part of the job of being a CEO. In fact, the average CEO works 120 hours per week. Who would have thought? So if you want to run a company, you typically need to be able to increase your work capacity. And a lot of people have asked me how I've done that. And there's part of it that's physical and part of it that's mental. And I think that more of it is mental. I would say 80% of it is mental and 20% of it's physical. Now, when it comes to the physical, I'll tell you that when I first started, and I've told you in another video I have when I talk about experiences I collected along my 20s, where I talk about how I worked at a retreat center where I had to get up and do a hike at 4 a.m. and I went until 8 p.m., that was the first time that I really tested my work capacity because I'd only ever worked eight-hour shifts before that. And then at this point, I'm like, holy crap, my whole life is taken by work, right? And it's not just mental, it was physical work too. And so that was the first time that it was ever tested. Now, then cue, you know, I leave that retreat center, I go, I work at a bunch of different gyms, I'm kind of running the same schedule where it's basically like a 4 a.m. to 8 p.m., there's a break in the middle of the day, split shift type thing. Then we go into gym launch. Gym launch was a whole nother level. In order to start gym launch, I mean, I was working from, gosh, 4.30, 5 a.m. until midnight. And it was just round the clock. I mean, I wasn't, I was dreaming about it. It was just always work on my mind. Then we went from Gym Launch to Prestige Labs to Allen, and now Acquisition.com. And what I'll tell you is that I've realized is that part of it is physical in terms of if you want to build physical work capacity, you can't back down when your hours are stretched. What happens a lot of times, it sounds uncomfortable, it feels uncomfortable at first, and it sounds stressful. And so people avoid putting the, committing themselves to that many things. But the reality is, is that if you commit yourself for long enough, it becomes normal and eventually you adapt both physically and mentally. That's the first piece of it. The second piece of it is that a lot of people ask me, in order to work those hours, you must meditate and walk and journal and you know, use nootropics and caffeine dosing and, and alternating. You must have a crazy, meticulous routine to allow you to physically work those hours. And here's the thing, I don't have anything. I don't do shit. I drink one cup of coffee in the morning and that's it. And here's why, is because most of the reason that you can't work 14 hours a day is because it's in here. It is not your physical being. It is your mentality around work. It's the beliefs that you hold about work and it's the pressure you probably put on yourself about work. If work causes you stress and you have constant cortisol levels that are high when you're working because you're judging yourself for your output and you hold false beliefs about what will happen if you don't do good work, then work will feel stressful, long, and you won't want to work 14 hours a day. And so I want to break down for you the three beliefs that I have that serve me so that I can work 14 hours a day without feeling tired or stressed. 
The first belief that I have about work that allows me to work 14 hours a day is that I don't need to do this. When we were running gym launch and it got to a point where we were doing about $4.5 million a month and I felt incredibly stressed and I didn't know why I was so stressed. I'm like, we're making all this money, we've got all this stuff, it's going really well, like everything's going well, written on paper. Yet I felt so much stress in my head because of the thoughts I had about work. And the thoughts that I had were, if I don't do X, Y, and Z, this will happen. If I don't keep doing this for the business, then these people won't have jobs and they'll fail and die and they want to food on the table. And you know, if I don't do this for my clients and their businesses will fail. And I had all these what ifs and that I believed relied on me. And here's the thing that I realized is I don't need to do this. One is I choose to do this. If you're starting a business, you don't need to start a business. You choose to start a business. It's a very different delineation. You could go have a job. You could go sell something on Etsy. There's so many other things you could do besides start a business. If you're going to start a business, remember it's a choice. And so you're choosing to do this. The side consequence of that is that oftentimes when we get into it, we have all of this pressure we put on ourselves because we're like, people are relying on us. And what I've come to realize is that's a very selfish point of view because it's saying that I'm important. I'm so important that they will all fail without me that I am so important that my employees will never find a job this good because they're incapable and I'm the only capable person. I'm the only one who will give them this much help, this much assistance, this much money, a job like this. I'm the only one that could ever help my clients. There's nobody good enough out there in the market. Nobody else has anything possible. If you constantly are putting yourself in a place where you're putting so much importance on you, then you're going to feel so much pressure when you're working that it's almost debilitating. And I can tell you that because I've been there. That's what it used to be like for me. And the moment that I realized that I was putting that pressure on myself and putting this elated level of self-importance on myself, that's when I realized, oh my gosh, I'm creating this false reality or false narrative in my brain that's actually making work way more stressful for me. And so now my motto is I don't need to do this and they don't need me. And if you can remember that, that you don't need to do this and they don't need you, which I promise they don't then work will be so much less stressful. I've gone on to see so many people that I've worked with that maybe I've had to let go of, maybe they've walked away and they don't want to work here anymore, go on to have amazing careers, better jobs, start their own businesses, be incredibly successful without me. So if you feel like you have a lot of pressure on yourself because there's employees relying on you, just remember that they'd be totally freaking fine without you. And the same goes for your clients. I've seen clients, winners are going to win. I've seen clients that I thought, oh, they rely on me, all these things. They go win anyways. That's the reality. And oftentimes people are going to win or lose with or without your help. You might just help them get there faster or slower. The second belief that I hold about work that helps me move faster and work 14 hours a day is that the goal is to be imperfect. So often what slows us down and what doesn't allow us to work long hours is that we constantly are monitoring ourselves as we're working to make sure that work is perfect. The thing is is that if you're constantly checking for perfection, everything takes longer and you have a ton of judgment on yourself because you're constantly putting yourself down. You're like, this isn't perfect. You could have done this better. This sucks over here. You have to go back and do this. You need to rework this. You got to redo that seven more times. It sucks, right? But if the goal is to be imperfect, think about how much faster you'll move. So now every time I catch myself going slower or I keep judging myself for the fact that something isn't 110%, I just remind myself, I'm like, Girl, the goal is to be imperfect. The goal is imperfect work, not perfect work. If you're every day reminding yourself that the goal is to be imperfect, you move so much faster and there's so much less judgment. It's almost like a release of judgment because what, am I going to judge myself for being imperfect? That's the goal. 
And so it removes so much of the mental drama that we have around work that doesn't allow us, because if you have all that mental drama going all day, you're going to feel sluggish, you're going to feel tired, you're going to feel like, I can't keep doing this all the time. But if you feel like, hey, I'm exceeding my goal, my work wasn't even just imperfect, it was like pretty decent, right? Then you're going to feel so much better about yourself because you're exceeding the expectations you've set for yourself. And if you can set expectations for yourself that you can constantly exceed, you're going to feel better and you're going to want to set higher and higher and higher. And over time, you're going to constantly be exceeding them and building confidence. And your work's actually going to feel good to you. Because what happens if we set the expectation at perfection and then we can't meet it, we feel bad. If we set the expectation at imperfection and we exceed it, we feel good. Life conditions equal life expectations. That's what creates happiness. So if you want to feel happy and fulfilled with your work, create an expectation that you can actually exceed. The third belief that I hold about work is that work capacity is built under tension. The same way that you build muscle, which is time under tension. People talk about time under the bar. And I come from a fitness background, so I use this as an analogy. So what that means is that if you want to grow a muscle, you need to create more time under tension. And at first, that muscle won't adapt. But then eventually, that muscle will succumb to the work that you've put into it, and it will grow. The same goes for work capacity. People often think, well, that sounds so stressful to commit to speaking and to commit to meetings and to commit to travel and all these things. Of course it's stressful if you only do it every once in a while. Think about it. If you only work out really hard once a month, then every time you do that workout, it feels terrible. But if you do that workout every day, it's just normal. And it doesn't feel terrible. You actually adapt, both physically and mentally. And so I believe that when I have to take on more work, I don't look at it like, oh, that's going to be horrible and terrible. I'm thinking I'm leveling up my new level of normal. And so if I want a new level of normal, I should not just do this every once in a while. I should actually try and figure out how I can do this level of work on a daily basis so that my capacity has grown so I can take on more and more over time. I think a lot of people talk about, you know, especially like the nervous system and like, how are you going to accommodate? Your nervous system actually adapts. And so what I've noticed is that, you know, what used to feel like work, which was six or eight hours a day, feels like nothing now. But if I work 10 or 12 hours a day or 14 hours a day, that feels like a day's work. And I've actually realized that my levels of energy have actually adapted. So that if I do six hours a day, I've, it feels like I've done nothing. But if I do 14 hours a day, it feels like, okay, that was a sufficient day's worth of work. But the thing is that a lot of people don't hold that belief or they don't put themselves in a situation. They back down. They see their schedule and it's so cluttered. And then they're like, I have to remove things. I have to take things off. Like that looks stressful to me. But the reality is if you just let it sit there and you go through it, then you'll come out on the other side with a leveled up work capacity because you put yourself under the bar or essentially like under the pressure to perform and you put yourself so you have that time under tension. And so that's the third belief that I have is that a lot of times a lot of people just think, oh, well, I shouldn't be doing that much work. Um, I need to back off. I should not do that because it's just too much for me. But the reality is if you put yourself in the situation where it becomes the new normal, you do get used to it and everything else adjusts. Overall, I wish that I had had these beliefs when I first started working. And what I used to think is all the stuff that everyone else says, right? And everyone else is probably not where you want to be, which is, you know, don't work so hard. Working long hours is bad for you. It's not good for you. All these things. The reality is, is that the mental drama that you have around work is what's preventing you from working 14 hours a day. It's not necessarily the physical aspect of work. It's the thoughts you have about work. It's the meaning you give to working long hours. And it's how you judge yourself while you're working. If you're able to change the beliefs that you have about work and about yourself and your output and your results, then you're able to work much longer hours because it's not sucking your energy. It's actually giving you energy. If you're constantly exceeding your expectations, you're constantly beating the things that you want to do, then like you're constantly excited about work because you're getting a reward from it. And so that all being said, um, a lot of people have actually requested to see a screenshot of my calendar. So I'm going to share that here so that you can see 
Um, I do work long hours. I do have lots of things going on. I do have lots of things I have to switch between, um, and I'm okay with it. The thing is, is that in the beginning, switching between things, working long hours, it's hard. But guess what? I get used to it within two to three weeks, and you can too.